passports, please. I'm a banana. <laughs> like, if I do that, my whole weekend is ruined. <laughs> Don't worry, he's very tender. We hung him for 28 days. <laughs> <laughs> Leader of Britain, destroyer of the NHS. <laughs> Well, I'm just uh, going to quickly Google, should I kill myself, and, um... Stop punching me! I can only get jobs when I can't see my face! <laughs> you right? Hi, Nick! Hi, Steve! <laughs> How's it going? How's it hanging? Everything well? It's pretty good. My cough's dying down. Is it good? I can laugh this week. Oh, Excellent. I'm, I'm, I'm sure there'll be much laughter. So much laughter. I've had such a funny week, which started with you making me sick. <laughs> so that's great. I'm so glad that you're feeling better. <laughs> oh, no, the cough's back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've still got it. I'm fine. No, I got uh, I had possibly the worst week I've ever had Oof. in a long time. Just in terms of the magnitude of existence. Yeah. Just plucking things angry gorilla demons wearing different disguises that i'm not used to <laughs> which i need to <laughs> better understand yeah uh, but yeah last week uh um after we recorded some point last week anyway i went to the dentist oh yeah because my tooth is still pain D- yeah and i'm still on the waiting list to have it removed three months now uh, every week's a month. No, yeah, I think it's like we're well, like two months now. Yeah. What's the date? It's it's like yeah, about two months. Yeah. Um, but uh, it like got much much worse and to the point of agony. So my dentist was like, okay, we'll just fill that with Semtex, um, because that's what that's what that way felt like Semtex anyway. <laughs> uh, just packed it with cement or something to yeah. you know seal it. He's like, that will stop it from hurting. Well, the problem is, if let's say you broke a rib. Yeah. Right. And someone just, like, forced a bunch of cement in it. <laughs> and then, you know, what's that thing that, you know, when things go hot and then cold, it expands? Yeah. There's a, that's a thing, isn't it? That's a thing, yeah. That's Friction? A, no, that's something else. No. It's just... The, there's, a, there's a Is there a thing? chemistry term Is there term a name for it? For it? Yeah. That's oh. why they can't that's, make that's how you potholes out potholes. of steel. Yeah. Yeah, but you have to use certain material because it will expand. Friction, yep. phrasing. Mm. I kind of want to look it up, but I'm not going to. Steve's collection. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna muddle in the back of my mind. But anyway, uh, was it's better now? But for like five, six days, yeah. it was possibly the most amount of pain I've ever been in in my life. Because it was just cement inside an infected cavity of a bone. Wonderful. That's in different pieces, yeah. rubbing against each other, and that pressure just increasing. So I was, so like, before I had wisdom tooth pain, and now I had like wisdom tooth torture. Right. So the, I, I was maxed out on all the pain meds I could find. All the, I used Bongella, because I was like, that probably works on teeth, doesn't it? Even got like a teething oil to try and soak it in that. Just anything to completely numb my head. Um, and it just was just absolutely insane. I couldn't even sleep. So for like three or four days, just no sleep, constant pain, no food, no drink. Just whatever I could do to kind of survive. So that was fun. Yeah. You know, it was a good yeah. time. Um, eventually that started to fade. But what happens if you don't sleep or like nutritionize yourself is you just, your body just gives up. Right. So then I got a cold 
which amplified the previous stuff, mm. which is why I kind of sound a bit bunged up. And yeah. Still not that much sleep. So I've been sleep deprived and nerve ending tortured for a while. <laughs> and it just <laughs> just led to a whole lot of different things. Because my sleeping pattern was so fucked up. Because I wasn't sleeping for yeah. days. Yeah. Apart from like, I might drift off for, a, for about 10 minutes and then, oh, the tooth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so um, on Sunday, I think, I tried to force like a normal sleeping pattern back in. Because the pain started to slow down. So that, right, I'll wake up at like, you know, 10 in the morning and go to bed at nine at night. But my body didn't want to do that. It would just be like, oh, you want to go to sleep and you haven't slept for three days. How about you sleep for three hours and then you can never sleep. <laughs> so three hours, it was like, oh, okay, that's that, that's that bit, a little bit, you know, a little bit of sleep. Yeah. And then the rest of your day, you're just exhausted, but you can't sleep because your body's thinking, he must have been up for four days for a reason. <laughs> so let's keep it going yeah um so yeah just wanting to sleep not being able to sleep being under the weather being in pain and all that kind of stuff but still trying to claim back my existence mm. so monday rolls around and i'm like well I, there's this course i go to in birmingham let's keep it up because if i don't go i'm just gonna sleep and that's probably the best advice if you're feeling like you're going to fall asleep, drive to Birmingham. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, just drive on the open roads. Yeah, drive, stay there for an hour or so. Drive back. <laughs> so that was fun. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> when I get there, it's like um, we're we're writing like material for a performance, and I'm like, well, I've got a new idea that I might run with. Um, so I think I'm gonna uh, go with that. Speak with a guy, and he's like, yeah, yeah, he's got some good critiques, good advice to get it started, but unintentionally opens up the gorilla demons who haven't slept for four days. Right. So when it comes to the performance side of things, it's what usually happens, which is just demons. Yeah. And people are like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I still think the stuff's got merit, you know, somewhere, but yeah. just it wasn't in the right frame There's to do too it. Too much anger here. There's. There was. I mean, I can go into it. You know, I've got it here. Let's have a let's have a little a little brisk through to see what kind of mind I was in. First line: Isn't it great being alive? <laughs> <laughs> I put more effort. This the generic gist of it all because no comedy's you know needs delivery. Uh, I put loads of effort into being alive. You know, like, I avoid penicillin because that kills me, but it cures scarlet fever. Classic joke. (laughs) (laughs) Scarlet fever, possibly one of the most current, known, charity-awarded diseases. I don't know what it is. Is it? No. No. It's really obscure. I just googled penicillin. It said it treats scarlet fever. (laughs) (laughs) Amongst every other disease. (laughs) Infections. Yeah. And scarlet fever. I I thought scarlet fever sounded funny, but it didn't. Because <laughs> uh, if I take penicillin, I just stop breathing, which kind of implies I'm a walking infection. It's not contagious. I don't think so. No one hangs around me long enough to do any research. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm basically a walking. Well, infection. that was sad. <laughs> okay. Right, He's, he it might be having. Zinger. I, can, <laughs> I can feel it coming. It's building, it's building to something. Um, yeah, so a walking infection, which uh, uh, I put too much effort. I put a lot of effort into staying alive. Too much, as my mum would say. <laughs> I, <laughs> I always, I also slowly stop breathing when I'm asleep because my body tries to kill me, even in my wildest, happiest dreams. 
I have a sleep apnea machine, which is an oxygen mask, similar to the one that falls from a plane when you're about to have the sweet release of death. (laughs) (laughs) This forces life-giving air down my throat when I can't be bothered to live anymore. I also wear a mouth guard to sleep. Yeah. (laughs) Because I like to have a mouth guard in to protect my teeth when I go 10 rounds with inevitability. (laughs) And I don't want to get my teeth knocked out in a dream where I'm frantically trying to find a fillet steak for Jeremy Clarkson. Uh, And that's when I'm asleep. I also have two belts. (laughs) That I... um, um, strap around my head tightly to keep all the healthy, glorious life inside of me, because it's all well and good when air gets pumped in, but if you haven't, if your mouth's open, you're basically holding your head out of a window, preparing to jump. <laughs> I'm also diabetic, which means my body rejects water, you know that unhealthy substance that healthy people drink so much. My mouth just dries out extra quickly, so I wake up gasping, gasping for the glorious of life or the glory of life it's brilliant to be alive (laughs) dating's brilliant as well when the night comes to a close you put your mouth guard in get the oxygen mask out and start belting your head she gets out the rugby ball and the machete all she wants to do is choke me and make me feel alive but to be honest it just makes me feel tired (laughs) (laughs) and this was like i I wrote this like really quick like within five minutes i was like just uh, an idea yeah just do something new and it's (laughs) This went up, and again, my issue that I genuinely, I generally have when I perform is I come across like a rapist because <laughs> I have so much experience playing rapists. So it's like really yeah. confident talking about how much I want to die, yeah. and 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 the rest of it, and the unfort and being a walking infection. And it was quick. It was, it, I I'm happy that it happened because it was it was good. It's part of the process. It's all a bit of fun. Um, <laughs> it's better to do it now than before the performance. But it's just being unprepared and being like, quickly, drop down an idea. And those angry gorilla demons, who are usually very vocal and aggressive and physical, were just like, you know, wearing a wig and a dress. And just being like, don't worry, we'll write it for you. (laughs) 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 So I've got quite a varied personality, right? I I, I wouldn't say I'm completely Jekyll and Hyde, but I am... Everyone's got a bit of Jekyll and Hyde where they've got their average personality mm. and then they've got different things, different parts of themselves that they tune into. Like, you, you can have a perfectly happy, pleasant person, but then when he watches golf, he gets really angry. Because yeah. that's, that's his or her use of expelling hatred through golf. Yeah. I do it through words. that <laughs> <laughs> can be misconstrued to be my true self. Yeah. So, like... <laughs> people on this course like no me uh, i believe to be quite you know relaxed you know charismatic energetic passionate yeah. about comedy comes up like i wonder what nick's got this week <laughs> i want to die <laughs> so that happened which again i had to then try and be like oh no 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 demon gorillas that's what's speaking through that so just what did you think mm. and then any point and stuff like that and it was just dead silent people like yeah um i think it would help if you made eye contact well maybe it might it might not actually <laughs> if you made more eye contact <laughs> isn't it great to be alive <laughs> look at me <laughs> belts 
Um, but I, well, yeah. I, I found it funny, but do I just find it funny because I know you? Well, I think that one different delivery because like I'm not as sleep deprived anymore. Yeah. Again, this is me sleep deprived and tired driving on motorways. Yeah, and with got, wisdom tooth pain. I've and- got. I suppose I've got the context that it, that it, this that you're like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This was pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yeah, you know me quite well, so it's yeah. like you know that it's truly about the funniness of the insanity of the inappropriateness of it. Yeah, but that you can't really do that at comedy no. without performing to people you already know because they'll just go, oh. <laughs> this guy, this guy. <laughs> so yeah had that which was like okay so on the drive back still no sleep still a bit fucked in the head um uh still trying to do stuff and then you got that little the angry gorilla demons being like well i don't think they took that well you know yeah. <laughs> showing all this craziness around my mind uh, but but the help is on the horizon because i'm like right i didn't i haven't slept for five days i got three hours sleep last night i'm getting home at like 11 that means if I go to bed at 11, I'll wake up at like 7 or later, fully rested, end of the nightmare. Mm. Didn't because I just woke up at 3 mm. and then it's just, it just carries on. Yeah. So then start trying to um, go about daily stuff with work and, and, and other stuff. And something that I know that I do, which I do with a lot of different situations. And I think I, think I had that clarifying moment today where I do it in order to drown the angry gorilla demon side <coughs> uh, you know how you distract yourself with something else yeah to avoid dealing with the devil yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> well i noticed that uh, the past like month or so i've just kind of been a bit more subdued intentionally just kind of like chill down and uh the way that i do that is by in one way or another i look after people in terms of like what can i do to help what do you need? Let's get you on target if you want to do something like that. Yeah. So if somebody wanted to learn, to go to the gym, take them to the gym, try and get them to, to do yeah. that kind of stuff. The problem with that is when you're in that point when, because it takes a lot of, uh, it takes a certain type of attitude to motivate other people and to look after other people and to help them grow. Yeah. Um, and I, I think it's genuine. Um, it's genuine because I would rather do that than deal with my own issues. But the problem is that the people who need the help usually really do need the help, yeah. even when that person is unable to help. So then I get extra when I'm already irritable because of toothache and sleep exhaustion and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> to start getting less and less, getting shorter with people. Yeah. Just being like, I don't care go to the gym yeah <laughs> yeah but you know this i don't care i don't want to i just don't talk to me anymore mm. go to the gym just because I, I i know that's not the right way to deal with it most of the time yeah but it's the only amount of help i could give so then that relationship becomes um, argumentative mm. in, and, and again in like many different avenues of like completely unrelated people just in different places where I'm usually the person who's managing people for whatever reason. I don't like doing it, man. Like, I, I, I don't mind if people want to get involved in stuff that I'm doing, but like, I'm, I'm such, I, I know what like a procrastinator I am mm. that if I try and help someone else in that way, like just go and do this and they don't do it, mm. like their failure then starts to feel like mine. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, well, I'm, fuck, I'm, I couldn't motivate you enough to do that. 
<laughs> you take it personally a little bit yeah yeah no I don't know I'd see it as more as like it's a journey it's a not forgiveness but it's just like yeah I get it but what do you do with this shortcoming yeah now you plan how to fix it in the future so you don't let it crash too far you just carry on with what you're doing and and, and the way that works is if I just uh, form a friendship with somebody and that person wants help with something I'll just yeah I'll help yeah and try and be bigger brother about it in order to try and like get them along but yeah, it just when I'm when the gorilla demons have taken the wheel, mm. even if they are more subdued than usual, yeah, it uh, it comes across a bit more how I handle myself, which is like just do it, yeah, shut up, and all it just put one foot in front of the other. It's how it just sees more of how I clarif- clarify, clarify, clarify mm. uh, thoughts, yeah. clarify to make something clear, clarify, no. No, Steve. <laughs> Go to the gym. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, accolation. No, something else. Prophylactic. Oh, no, so that's what I was last week. Uh, so yeah, so then uh, I start being short with those people, and then they get argumentative with me, and then I'm like, I'm trying to help. Yeah. And then it causes more of that. So then more of that starts cascading all over the place. And then like I realise that oh, it's all been the gorilla demons. So I go for a drive and scream. Yeah. And thank God for music. Like genuinely, like. I understand how everyone can get in these like emotional like people say it's like holding down your emotions. I don't feel like that's necessarily the case. I feel like it's just you've got an energy within you that you need to express and you don't know how to express it. Yeah. I know how to express mine. So driving around screaming while listening to music really genuinely helps me out. So I do that for a while and then I remember, oh, I've got to buy headphones for the podcast. Yeah. So I go, well, I'll go to Curry's while I'm screaming. <laughs> So, <laughs> so it's not a huge big story i just it just it just felt like it just felt good yeah because all the negative angry energy was gone so they they were no longer gorilla demons it was just gorillas because <laughs> the energy's still there yeah but you've got the hate out of the way but you've yeah. still got this energy in you and just every i went to um a place that sells electronics but sounds like it sells chicken tikka masala um so i went there <laughs> You've already said it. Have I? Yeah. I went to Kurahi. Murray's. Murray's. Yes. <laughs> Ruby Murray's. And <laughs> I went there. Uh, yeah, and, but I was just still with this, with this energy. And you've worked in a place similar to this before, right? I've worked there right. and at its competitor. <laughs> you played both sides of the <laughs> <Yeah>. game. <laughs> but the customer service in those places has always seemed to be the absolute worst. Yeah. Apart from maybe one guy in the whole building. Mm. So when I went in, um, I went to try and find some headphones, found some, looked around, there's nobody to help me, and I can't get the headphones off the rack because there's a lock on it. Oh, yeah. That just doesn't, you know, it's just, it's rejecting me. <laughs> <laughs> it's telling me I can't do this, so I get angry. Yeah. And I don't rip it off the wall. I don't try and rip it off the wall. I just go, right, it's okay, take a breath, go find someone. There's no one in the whole store yeah. apart from someone at the checkout. So I go to the checkout, stand there, not looking at me at all. Mm. A lady in her 50s on her phone while I'm stood there. Yeah. And I'm just, I, is there a bell that I can ring or something? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would have got sacked for that, man. That's not good. Oh, uh, well, so then she looked and goes, oh, uh, hey, uh, what's up? I said, oh, well, you know, can I, I'm, I'm buy some headphones, but it's locked. Can someone lock it for me? She's looked around with no idea what was going on. Yeah. And she said, oh, maybe, maybe Dan can help you. And left it there. Done. So then I just well, well okay, if that's if that's how you want to handle the situation, yeah. I'm gonna walk around screaming Dan. 
So I just walked around Curry's <laughs> screaming for Dan. And there's a guy, <laughs> someone comes up to me and goes, Dan's actually not at work today. It's like, <laughs> that escalates the situation, right? What happened to Dan? <laughs> so I'm, because this, all, if all this customer service representative had done and said, I think I can find someone to help you, let me get them. Yeah. Brilliant. But the fact that she told me, as if she was passing the buck to me, from her phone <laughs> you go find Dan okay yeah. <laughs> great I'll go find Dan so yeah started screaming around the place until three people came up to me and asked me what I wanted <laughs> are you Dan? <laughs> we're looking for Dan and yeah I was just like I just want these headphones Yeah. so all three of them came with me <laughs> and then tried to pass off to each other like oh you you passing the keys to to one another in order to unlock it because yeah. apparently there's only one key oh. and uh, yeah this and I said look I've got some questions as well <laughs> just do you sell this cable that it's connected to because we needed another splitter for the podcast I can get another splitter that'd be great and he goes oh I don't think we do them but you can try Amazon like yeah I know I can get them on I can get everything on Amazon <laughs> I just can't get it now yeah I'm just two birds one stone or one psychopath three customer service representatives can I have that cable and it was like yeah it's okay sir it's okay it's fine and let me leave and then just as I was leaving just start screaming again because it's therapeutic yeah and then and then I and then I arrived here and then right. I was like okay let's let's try and do a podcast <laughs> so the intro this week yeah <laughs> Yeah, it didn't have... Um, uh, so that's been my week. And it's just been very stressful, very painful. Yeah. Can't wait for it to be over. Can't wait to sleep. Yeah. And then get everything else back in order. And I've kind of said to all the people that I'm managing, it's not really... Just a lot of friends that I interact with that I feel like... it's Some of it starts to feel like a job. I'm just saying, I'm not doing anything for a couple of weeks. Just leave me alone. Because I, I need to work. <laughs> I need to mm. do other stuff. Which was still fine, but it's just extra stress that I just can't be dealing with. So next two weeks, you know, to put my head down, try and sort sort my life out. Yeah, see how yeah. it goes. Mm. So that's good. That is good. Yeah, but because of that week, I wasn't able to do much production stuff. No, that's Although, cool. I've got some ideas. Um, what is- oh, sorry, I've got Steve's iPad in front of me, and I've just gotten a notification. Have you? Uh, yeah, says you're a twat. But <laughs> 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 oh, oh, he's checked it as affirmative. This is going to be a good show. <laughs> Can't wait to do the next. I was that, I was going to make that a production thing and have that <laughs> notification sound and then just have funny stuff, but I didn't have time. So you're, just, you're a twat, there. Oh, fair enough. So how's your week been, Steve? It's all right. It's good. Yeah, uh, planning on going back to Muay Thai on Friday. Did you go last Friday? A different place? No, because I didn't know. Uh, about just, just to quote you. <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> after the podcast, Steve contacted me and said, "Hey, if you want to, we should go together." And I said. I'm in immense pain and sleep deprivation. And Steve said, <laughs> which is fair enough. Cause the week before you said you were feeling sick and I sent you, oh. yeah, I sent you a load of voicemails. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> I didn't so, expect you to take that seriously. Oh like, no, I didn't. I, did, I, did, I just thought it was funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm taking that to heart. Well, I'm, uh, I've, but, like, um, yeah, so I'm doing that on Friday, as long yep. as I get back from working time. It starts at six. Um, and But the, the day before, Thursday, I'm taking my nephew to the kids' class, and I'm going to get him involved. You hate your nephew? I don't hate my you nephew. You just want to kick him in the face? No, I'm not going to get involved in the class. Heads up! 
No, Do you think it's wise for... I, I mean, I know <coughs> I know your nephew. He's a werewolf. Yeah. I've stated this many times. Are you yeah. sure it's wise to get a werewolf trained in Thai martial arts? Um, it's more about... Uh, it's, it's more about the discipline and, and kind of instilling confidence. He's having some right. troubles at school. Okay. Uh, I won't really go into oh, it because yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. my place. Yeah, lots, um, of, lots of people do and it's important to learn how to deal with it and that's a good... Discipline is a good way to learn yeah. how to deal with it. Basically, it's it like he he needs he, he needs uh, some he, he needs a boost in his confidence. He, mm. he needs <laughs> like it, it he needs he, he needs to, to to get some kind of like self discipline in his life, and he needs like some like a I I I believe he needs a strong masculine energy that he is currently currently lacking. Yeah, whether that's in himself in his. Uh, someone he knows or yeah. in like an iPad reminder system <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> very masculine yeah. <laughs> so no my thing was like well, well I'll take him I'll take him there on Thursdays go yeah. with him see what they learn and then every weekend I'll do some sparring with him and yeah. like kind of like just train him and teach him and learn together and all of that stuff it could be quite fun yeah yeah definitely yeah um, but uh, yeah so that's 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 going to be the rest of the week for me yeah like yeah yeah so sat and watching yeah, you, the kids do it, and then you watch. Or is it like adults involved as well? Uh, no, it's just stuff? it's just it's just the kids' class. I'm just going with his mum. Go and kick people. You are young one. I want to see, <laughs> I want to see what they what what they show him and how, and how they teach him, so I can kind of mimic it myself as much as I can. <laughs> like af- afterwards, because block this. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, said his name. <laughs> I'll beep it out. Cool. Okay, yeah. I'll remind you because that's pretty important. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, it sounds productive. It mm. Sounds cool. Sounds yeah. good. And you're going to get back into it on Friday. Yeah. 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 I've uh, and I'm I'm putting plans together to build like a small kind of gym in the backyard to get a punching bag up and everything. What happened to your good. old one? Um. Well, I've still got the stand and everything. Um. And there is space for it, but obviously it's it's outdoor, and now we're coming up to winter. Mm. So if it's raining, it's just like, oh, I guess I'll just hit things in the rain, and I probably yeah. won't do it. Um, so, but we've got uh, we've got a woodshed in the backyard that can all be like kind of stored away if I build some racking, and I'm going to turn that bit into a into a sort of gym, right? Um, With the stand and boxing bag, and- uh, probably no, probably a wall mounted thing because it's only a short bag that I've got, and I want like yeah. a proper like five foot, hundred pound. I used one. to have a boxing. Well, you used to have one hung up under the tree in the street. I used to have. House. I've had a few. I've gone through a lot of fitness phases, but when I first did taekwondo, it was just a bag of rice. <laughs> That's, oh, like a, just a small bag. No, like I got it from the center that I was doing it, and it was but it was a cent, it was a canvas bag. Yeah, with a with a person on it, <laughs> but it was like three sandbags on top of each other. So like sandbag for the head, sandbag for yeah. the chest and legs. So it was just, just like that. But you just filled it with rice. Christ, just punched it, and that felt weird. Yeah, I bought another one um, off the internet, and that just had like raggedy clothes in it. Yeah, just rags is is quite common. Fuck the homeless. Fuck, you know, giving it to charity. Oh, punch it! Yeah. Well, just kill two birds with one stone, dress the homeless person, and yeah. then punch him. And then that's not very good for movement, but it's good for absorption. Yeah. For like yeah. a certain strength level. My strength level was quite high. So then I had to get like this weird professional one um, that was like steel with foam and bungees or something on it so it bounces around I don't around. think it matters what you fill it with if the outside is made of steel 
the inside was steel <laughs> and oh. then foam around the outside and right. it was designed for more movement like weighted yeah so like you'd punch it it would go back but it would come back and you meant to, that's to help with footwork or stuff like that or whatever but I'm surprised there's so many different ones but I guess it makes sense there's, yeah. what's that weird one that's just like a hanging testicle from the ceiling that yeah, Carl Weathers like just goes bag. mental on yeah yeah why I don't know nobody punches like that in no, boxing it's meant to be like a coordination thing it gets you yeah I don't understand a stamina it. thing I guess yeah maybe, maybe. yeah but that's a weird move to learn in boxing is punch the bollocks. Yeah. <laughs> bollocks feel, in the sky. Yeah, doesn't feel like that was the right thing. But, <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, so yeah, you're going to start investing a bit more. Yeah, into, yeah. Like uh, my, a, a big reason why I stopped, apart like I sprained my ankle and that put me out for like two months or whatever the fuck mm. it was. That was irritating. But Was it because you kicked something? Yeah, I, I right? I've, I hit a knee on the, right. on the punching bag in the backyard left the floor when I did it and when I landed I rolled my ankle just right. with all my weight on my ankle on top of the stand which is another reason because I'm a bit tentative about fucking using it now because you might make the same mistake yeah and I don't want learn to learn from it 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 hurts that's what I learned <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've learned that I shouldn't be trusting myself with this <laughs> yeah yeah I'm gonna get one made out of jelly babies <laughs> <laughs> I am in a weird mood. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, mm. So that sounds good then. Yeah. 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 New hobby. And new uh, yeah, well, kind of, yeah, back into an old one. And then like, if, if at some point down the line you wanted to get involved, mm. like we could do sparring and like, and help each other out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm just, I'm gent like, yeah, but this the thing the tooth's died down now because I'm on some pretty extreme painkillers. Yeah, great for driving. Oh yeah, especially when tired, right? Yeah, uh, but <laughs> it was all safe and responsible. Right, that cyclist I hit was their fault. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Who parks on the side of the road? <laughs> <laughs> Where I intend to park my car. Um, yeah, uh, but yeah, it's all. Fu- but yeah, so once this tooth's removed, which I'm hoping is going to be, if not this month. Then at least, hopefully, the beginnings of next month before Christmas. Would yeah, be I good. mean, it was so it was so fucking bad. I was genuinely stabbing it with a knife because, like, I knew I felt like he's put this cement like pressure. In it. Yeah, this pressure of the, the the cement, whatever, expanding. So I was like, hepatitis? No. This ri- what it gets cold and then it gets hot and then cold and it expands. It's something. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is my biology teacher at school Mr. Forgotten his name but, but <laughs> made a really big impression he, he looked a lot like Mr. Bean right but, <laughs> oh I know the bloke <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know that guy Mr. Ovis I can't remember but his my whole, the only thing I learned in that class was that he can jump from the floor onto my desk Ooh. because that's how he closed windows and told people off so like no matter what that's we were a, that's doing a pretty big standing jump yeah that's, that's, that's the thing he enjoyed it so much so that's all I ever learned was just you know reflexes of moving my books away from the tabletop so that when the um, the sending learner whatever yeah. teacher lands upon my desk yeah. I don't have to rewrite all the work I've done about yeast <laughs> and it was something called yeah we did loads of stuff with yeast yeah yeah and then we had a litmus test that's all I, that's, I think all we did in biology. We put things in a vacuum quite a lot. Yeah, I'm not, wasn't very clean. <laughs> we never did it. We never did anything. Oh, we had chemistry. We did something with chlorine gas. 
That's dangerous. Yeah, but it was in a vacuum. So oh, right, okay. That's what sucked it out or whatever. Yeah. And he was... Mr. Mort. That was his <laughs> chemistry. He was just an oddball guy, just a weird yeah. guy. He would just... He would just stop in the middle of the corridor, look at me and go, Nicholas Snip, how now, brown cow? And then he would walk away. <laughs> and not, that's not like a one-off. He did it yeah. all the time. <laughs> just with people. He was just, a you know, eccentric yeah. and that kind of... So it was kind of weird. But yeah, my body teacher just jumped all over the Eccentric's place. fine, as long as he's not a dick. Yeah, no, he was perf- perfectly yeah. pleasant guy. But biology, the guy was just jumping all over the place. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so because this cement was in my tooth, I was getting knives and trying to dig it out. Which I'm all... That's, that, that kind of stuff fascinates me. Just primal urges. Yeah, because like it it was like a force I couldn't really rationalize. You gotta cut me, Mick. <laughs> yeah. it was just like it was just get this thing out my head. Yeah, and it was just trying to do it. And I nearly got to the level of an ice skate, a la Tom Hanks in Castaway, because he's basically the same thing. I think oh. genuinely. Yeah, and he smashed out with an ice skate. So I was like, oh, well, that works. God, I know that works. If I book a ticket to Hawaii. And then take an ice skate. I'll be fine. And a ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't forget the ball. Got to have your friend. Um, yeah, to try and uh, fucking rip it out. And I was, I was going to go to the emergency room to be like, can I just please someone take this out of my head? And uh, my dent, I ran my dentist before, and he's like, they can't do. There's not like a surgical team just waiting around. Yeah. To just be like, oh yeah, <laughs> I'll do that for you. Like it takes a long time, so don't go to the emergency room. You know, more painkillers would be better to manage it. There's nothing anyone can do until you can just get it removed. So just do that. Yeah. But fucking, it was intense. Yeah. Um, but worst's over. So it's kind of back to this. Anyway, on to official business. Yeah. Uh, lots of racism going on oh, at the moment. <laughs> great. Yeah. Uh, well, not real racism, but people trying to make people racist. Right. Um, which... I've had it in a few different things at the moment. We've got a clip, but I wasn't able to edit it together because of rage and pain. Yeah. So we can try and do it. Uh, there might be, it might work. It won't be edited at all. We can give it a try. Let's find out. which I address if you're of urgency. Hi there. Um, I'm in the Walmart parking lot at Barrett Parkway, and I just got my nails done, and I see this black gentleman with these two little white kids and I and so I just had a funny feeling and so I rode around and I came back and I said I saw the girl get in and then the, the little boy and I said are these, kids, are these kids okay do you know these kids and he goes why wouldn't I and I said I don't know let me see the little girl and he goes no and I said well let me just see the little girl and just see if she knows you and it could be nothing but I'm not sure and I figured well let me call up and again, if I didn't do this, I would, I would be up all night. Did you want to meet with the police officer? Well, I'd like somebody to come and look at this guy to make sure that he knows these kids. He just got gas, and now he's pulling away. Should I follow him? No, no, I recommend not following him. I think he he knows I'm watching him. I'm right, I'm right behind him. And if I'm wrong, that's great. I'm I'm thrilled. But if I'm not, you know, then then these kids are okay. Maybe he knows their mom. I don't know. But I don't know that he knows them. So, okay. There's been a few of these going around about people calling the police on black people. That's the current theme of certain news areas. Yeah. Which I think started off because 
a woman called the police about people having a barbecue yeah something, something like, like that. that and i'm and the fact that of their race was apparently relevant um for whatever reason which it may well i can't remember the article but in this case i kind of go the the race isn't that important like mm. if if you have a funny feeling about somebody and their children and you feel like there's something going on here you should call the police mm. you should do something it would be it's better that she called the police rather than you know did a Lindsay Lohan <laughs> tried to take the kids away <laughs> it's good to call the police it's <coughs> maybe a little weird that she followed them for a while yeah yeah but she didn't you know due diligence it's still a little bit it's still not ideal but i don't know how racist it is the only mm. reason that race has been brought into it is because she's under the impression that a black parent won't have two white children. Well, that's the thing. If it, if, if it was a white parent, a white mm. guy with two black kids, the suspicion would still be there, but people wouldn't call it racist. Maybe. I guess. Maybe. I don't know. I'd, I'd see it's still the same. Yeah, it's well, the yeah same I guess. Difference. Same difference to me. Would you just say, yeah, would they just say that, oh, it's more likely that white people are... Because he was a babysitter in the end. Right. So, um, is it more likely that white people are babysitters or... I don't know. Have, it, it see, lo- it's... Logically, it makes no sense, regardless yeah. of what how people might react to it. Uh, it's just, there's a whole bunch of these ones around. And there was another one where it was painted as the same picture. And what it was was um, a, a black man trying to get into an apartment complex without opening the door because yeah in 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 like a buzz in buzz out system yeah if somebody's leaving the apartment complex sometimes it's done where the person leaving holds open the door for the person coming in so the person coming in doesn't have to enter in a code yeah and she felt she didn't recognize this person and didn't let him into the apartment complex she was like i don't know who you are you're not using your key to get into this building Mm. You're just you're coming in with as I'm coming out. Yeah, I don't feel comfortable with that. And instead of dealing with the situation properly, as in being like, "Oh, don't worry, here's my key. You know, here's my ID. I'm I understand why people could be nervous about somebody sneaking into an apartment complex, which yeah. is technically what's happening because he he's he must have his key on him. Mm. You know, and then she ends up like f- trying to prevent him from coming in he barges through she follows him to his apartment and he gets in his he's like my key's in the door is that enough evidence for you yeah and then she's like oh i'm just being neighborly i'd like to get to know you no mm. and then she he so it's been spun as if she's doing it because he's black yeah and you go no, remove race from it just for a minute she's preventing a straight remove sex from it remove gender from it she's trying to prevent somebody sneaking into the building yeah why yeah. is why is this wrong? It's not yeah. wrong because if he if the person just showed them their key, oh, I've been fine. Yeah, but yeah, it's just a, it's another the thing I had um, last week about that Oreo eyebrows thing. Ch- changed my mind about like, I don't believe any of this anymore. This all seems to be like nobody's actually reading or doing any of these things. Yeah, it's pure publicity. I saw the advert for that now, by the way. Yeah, just on you. Just, oh, yeah. seven seconds. Just people with eyebrows. Yeah, Oreo brows or whatever it is. It's like, yeah, no. Maybe there is people doing it, but I would rather live in a world. Where, I'd rather imagine a world. Create my own little bubble safe space. Yeah, where people aren't doing it and it's just an advertising campaign. Yeah, I don't know what they were advertising. Babysitters. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But <laughs> 
different races races of babysitters and, and tenants. But yeah, it's like, just why is... If anyone's reading these things and getting upset, which people seem to be, yeah, it's like, no, it's just it's nonsense. Yeah. What do you want to do? If you see someone with children and you have a funny feeling and you think they might not be... Com- you don't think the children are with their actual parents yeah. or with their actual carers, what do you want people to do? Just ignore it and say everything's fine? Or do you want them to actually act upon it? Yeah. You want them to act upon it and sometimes they'll be mistaken. Yeah. And yeah. that's fine. That's preferable to not intervening yeah. in any way. I mean, way. she was, by the sounds of it, obviously you've only got the phone call, but by the sounds yeah. of it, she wasn't harassing the guy. No. She did approach them and like asked, you know, what's your relation? And, and they, do you know these kids? His response like, why wouldn't I? Yeah. It's like, stop being, everyone stop being so confrontational. Yeah. <laughs> Like I, I've spoke before, but like about- if someone someone would potentially do that to you because you're quite an intimidating yeah. looking guy. As, as I was say, I've said spoken at length many times about how I get mis misidentified as something else, like being aggressive or not aggressive, but like if uh, I walk into a darkened room, people yeah. might get a little bit nervous. Yeah, and I accept that that is a perception because you're self aware. Yeah, and so I and so if anyone says like, oh, you know, can you not stand so close to me? I don't double down and yeah. be like, what the fuck? What's it to you? <laughs> like, no, I just go, I understand. No worries. It's yeah. fine. And I move along. Just as a babysitter should be comfortable enough to present some kind of proof that these aren't his kids, but he's irresponsible for them. Here, phone the parents. Here's yeah. a picture of them with their parents. That could all be fraudulent. Yeah, it could be, but it's more information. It's just it's a safety thing. Like, we, we have a we, we have a system at uh, where, where I work where you have to everyone's got an ID card mm. and anytime you're going in and out of the main offices well not to get out you just press a button but to get into them you have to flash your ID card against this thing and it opens yeah. the door every, every office in the place and the rule like as, as a rule you're not meant to hold the door open to people yeah people everybody is meant to use the thing and it's, it's not tracking you yeah but it, it's security it's to be secure. So in the instance of that guy getting into the, the, the building and going up to his apartment and having his key and whatever, yeah. that's fine. But we, we have rules and we have we have to be vigilant. Yeah. But the thing is, the person filming it, who's the person being blocked out of the apartment, yeah. is deliberately trying to construe the situation to be racism. And it's just, it's just why are you doing this? Yeah. I mean, I get it. You want to sell it to a newspaper yeah. Yeah. or something. But don't do that. Just live a better life, please. Yeah. <laughs> just why are you trying to create an argument out of nothing? Find something better to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's unproductive. It's not going to help anything. It's only going to increase the confusion that people have about how to treat one another. Yeah. Just be m- more morally upstanding, please. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds judgmental. Probably just is. Just be better. Yeah. Well, it's just people just want, people are looking for arguments all the time. Yeah. And I'm just, especially after this week, I'm just like, I don't care about any of this. Like, why do you want to argue so much? Yeah. It's because they just don't want, they don't know how to, got that energy, that gorilla demon energy in them. Yeah. They don't know how to get it out. Yeah. So like, well, scream while you're driving. <laughs> like a healthy person. Enough. Yeah. Rant at a group of people who know you as a nice person and change their mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in other news, um, which isn't as racist... As. Yeah. Uh, city officials in Savannah, Georgia, are asking for the public's help to catch a prankster after a marble monument honouring a Revolutionary War general was vandalised last week with googly eyes. Googly eyes? <laughs> Just take them off. No. 
Right. So, I mean, van- it te- again, it technically is vandalism. Yeah. I get it. It's a, they, But they go on to, like, to enforce it. After the apparent practical joke on the statue of General Nathaniel Green yeah. was first reported to police Thursday, authorities said they're treating the matter as trespassing. As they should. Yeah. He honestly, it's this is a quote, honestly, it is a situation we need to look into because we don't want people to go around defacing things. Yes. Savannah police spokeswoman Katura Green, no relation to the general. <laughs> <laughs> said Monday, we don't want it to get out of hand. Yes, makes perfect sense. In a Facebook post last week, the city of Savannah... The city of Savannah has a Facebook page. Uh, warned that they would find warned that they would find the culprit and ask people to take it seriously. Who did this? <laughs> Someone placed googly eyes on our historic hashtag Nathaniel Green <laughs> statue hat in hashtag Johnson Square. It may look funny, but harming our historic monuments and public property is no harmed. laughing matter. In fact, it's a crime. We're hoping to find the person responsible. Yes, that's fine. All of this is perfectly fine. <laughs> yes, somebody trespassed. Yes, that person broke a law. That person should be punished for that crime. Why are you making a bigger deal out of it than it is? Yeah. We hope to find the culprit. Do you not hope to find some culprits sometimes? Yeah. No, you always aim to find the culprit. It was vandalism. Yes. We're, um, it's In fact, it's a crime. Yeah, everyone knows it's a crime. It's trespassing and vandalism. <laughs> yeah. It's just, this is what drives me nuts about this whole fucking virtue signaling bollocks. And it's, just, it's the same with shit like this. It's like, I'm outraged. I'm so offended. No, you're not. But about... You're not. But about... They're offended at the... De-defecation? That's a different De- word. Defamation. 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 <laughs> yeah, of a statue of a... Um, revolutionary war general yeah so why is that I mean maybe it's nothing to do with a specific general maybe it's just uh, history I'm outraged that people are disrespecting history well he's drawing more attention to it with googly eyes <laughs> now people know Nathaniel Green and know what hashtag to send if they want to know where it is yeah <laughs> I, th- I think it doesn't help that they use their Facebook post and they used hashtags <laughs> for crimes <laughs> <laughs> Because it feels, I mean, they're using it to try and get trending, I guess, or yeah. get something trending, and they're trying to get crime trending. Yeah, well, I don't understand. I don't know. I don't get it. But yeah, Savannah, watch out. Yeah, I'm. I'm watching. Yeah, I mean, I, it's a good crime. You know, it's better than cutting it down. It's better than spraying paint on it. It's cheaper to fix. <laughs> Just yeah, gone. That's all it is. I mean, we get the thing in the UK about a traffic cone on someone's head. Yeah, if the police posted on Facebook that they're hunting down the culprits. Just chill out, man. Yeah. If it was super, if it was welded on. Yeah. All right. Fair Spray enough. Spray painted funny eyes on it. Like, fair yeah, enough. that's like you need to spend money to clean it. Yeah. But it's like, what? You need a wet wipe. Yeah. So when you remove it, there might be some sticky stuff still on it. So yeah. Just clean it off. No, but it's just, it's, that's out of the question. Yeah. You know, some they just—it just seems like much more. This of shit an happens all the time, and people just don't take responsibility for where they live anymore. Like we, I—it's quite often that I'll go outside and I'll find litter in my driveway because someone's just walked along and fucking yeah, thrown shit. And it's like it, it's you. Yeah, <laughs> I just do it from time to time. It's not me; it's the demon. <laughs> um, and um, 
like, but I'm not like calling the police or the camps and be like, yeah. you need to do something. I just put, just put it in the bin. Like, I have take yeah. some responsibility. Like, yeah, this you you didn't do it. So what? Just yeah. fix it. Yeah, it's just an easily all the these last three things. Babysitter with not their kids in being spotted in public and, and being quizzed. Not a problem. Not shouldn't be a problem for the babysitter. Yeah. Certainly shouldn't be a racial problem. No. If these are if you're in a public place with not your kids <laughs> and someone comes up and asks, Are these your kids? You should you should have no problem as a professional babysitter to yeah. say, No, but I'm looking after them for a family. Yeah. Okay. I don't believe you. Okay. I'm more than happy to provide evidence of my career and and my position. I have the contact details of the parents. You know, let me call them. I'll call them for you. I'm sure the McCanns would have loved that kind of vigilance. (laughs) Yeah. Just just some kind of... It it just seems like, but why are you even asking? Yeah. Because it's a genuine, real question that nobody in their right mind would argue never to ask. Yeah. If you... you, yeah, you should. It's good that that person intervened. Yeah, I don't know why you're painting them as racist. Yes, race was an element. Yeah, but a genuine a, a reason why it raised questions. You're not their parents, and I'm used to seeing kids with their parents. Yeah, and that she didn't say because he was black. I don't trust him. No, that's not what was said. No, it's not what she. Not even. There's no evidence to point that that's what she believes. It's just people believe that she's a racist because she thinks that black people can't have white kids. Yeah. And it's like, statistically, she was correct in assuming that they weren't his kids. Mm. What's the problem? Yeah. You can't ask questions anymore. That's the feeling of it. And then, yeah, if someone's trying to sneak into your apartment building, don't let them do it. No. No problem. Should be no problem on either side. They're concerned about security by not letting you in. And you're concerned about, sec- your, you should, your, your, elite, your concerns about security should be alleviated when that person is adamant about only letting people in who have the ability to do so. Yeah. This seems daft. And then, yeah, I mean, just overreacting to googly eyes. <laughs> so, yeah, just people just tend to fucking exaggerate. I'm just tired of the questions. Uh, in other yeah. news, a jury convicted a white, a white Michigan man of yeah. assault on Friday, which is probably overreaction, uh, for firing a shotgun at a black teen. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So, yeah, assault. Assault, yeah. Again, doesn't matter the race. No. If a person shot another person, that person assaulted that person. Um, who uh, The black teen knocked on his door asking for directions to his school. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me, mate. Uh, where's, uh, where, where's West High School? Bang! <laughs> uh, Brennan Walker, 14... Uh, a teenager such a just <laughs> such a fucking like so American Clint Eastwood Gran Torino move <laughs> yeah. you got five seconds to get the fuck up my porch <laughs> where's my school <laughs> 14 he's, a te- he's only just about a teenager he missed his bus on the morning of April 12th so he stopped at the home of Jeffrey Zeigler to ask for directions mistake but the boy was met by the shotgun-wielding homeowner and ran away. Uh, barely escaping injury as Ziegler fired at him. Right. Now, again, same everywhere. It feels weird. Uh, technically, you should be able to knock on somebody's door and have a lovely time. Remove it from... Well, it's the thing. The whole thing is removed from context. Yeah. We all agree that what he did was wrong. Yeah. You shouldn't be knocking on people's doors. <laughs> <laughs> You've got your phone. Yeah. <laughs> 
GPS. Learn how to use Google Maps. <laughs> yeah. But we don't know what the crime rate's like in that area. We don't know what happens every other time someone knocks on this guy's door. Yeah. Just insane. If you're knocking on someone's door, you have no idea and no, um, you're not granted any level of respect for knocking on their door. No. They could be a nice person. They could be a bad person. When I used to, um, used to ride motorbikes and one of the things about motorbikes is, is, well, at the time at least, no GPS. Because where the fuck would it be? (laughs) Yeah. So you just had to just know. So you had to learn how to, you know, really it just came like you needed to get a sense of direction. Yeah, it's just road signs. Like, I'm okay, go M6 south. goes south. Yeah, I, I yeah. need to. I know I need to go south. Yeah, and I need to go towards London. So yeah. I'll figure it out along the way. But before I got my license, you're not allowed to drive on the motorway, and A roads weren't as clear, and I was younger and not. Yeah. As, so I got lost in Oxford on yeah. my way to London, <laughs> and uh, was riding around and stopped at someone's house and was like, you know, any chance you could point me in the direction of the motorway, <laughs> and uh, they're very very nice people. You yeah, know, it was going to be great. But again, even I must I must have been 19, 18, 19. Yeah. Even then I was aware that I'm coming onto somebody's property in a moat in Kevlar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like wearing my own helmet for my own protection. Yeah. Just to be like, hey, you know, any chance I had to be a I had to be aware that something bad could happen. <laughs> We've all seen Tusk. Yes. <laughs> I fucking love that film. It's just stuff can happen. You need it's not their responsibility to make your life better yeah just because Lindsay lohan offers kids a hotel room in a film doesn't mean that they have to take it yeah you, you can't you need to you know you, you you need to be in control of your own life mm. so yes what these people did was wrong and yes it shouldn't have happened but i kind of go regardless of the reasons you, we all have to accept that it's a pretty dangerous thing to have done anyway and He's not wrong for doing it because desperate, desperate times calls for desperate, risky measures. Yeah. But then you go, how if I, if it was my kid, I'd be like, look, don't knock on people's doors. Yeah. Here's how to use Google Maps. Yeah. You know, if you miss your bus, if you miss your bus, go and then you go, and then people go, oh well, then what if this person doesn't have anyone to guide him? Yeah. Go, well, I'm pretty sure from now on, he's going to use Google Maps. I guarantee we're the only people in the world going. Why did he knock on his door? Yeah. <laughs> The only, I, yeah. No one else. Well, America's got a whole other thing about you know you should be able to leave your doors unlocked. Yeah. And like, and yeah. admittedly, I lived there briefly as a kid, and apparently that was the culture. Yeah. And that was because you should be able to. Would... Doesn't mean you should. But again, <laughs> I, I'm thinking. I don't like windows on houses. Mm. I don't understand them. If I could build my own house, there'd be no windows. Ah, uh, that I'd hate that. You'd have artificial light, but. Ugh. Do, do but there's people I, I was walking around your area yeah. uh, after last week and there was just people with living room windows with the curtains open mm. while people could just look in and watch what they're doing yeah I don't understand there's so much of me that goes no because <laughs> I've had stalkers and psychopaths in my life yeah where you go that's a big security risk. There's no way in hell that I would have a window with the curtains open anywhere in any of my houses. Yeah. Apart from a ceiling light, because if you can climb on my house, you deserve to do battle with me. <laughs> <laughs> but do you, have, I mean, your windows, I, I couldn't have my windows open, as your, my curtains open as you do now. Yeah. Couldn't do it. I'd, I'd have a, a thinner curtain. Yeah, like a net curtain. Or something. Yeah, so that people can't see in. So they can have the windows in and you can have a breeze. And I like natural light. Yeah. But I don't, I would rather have less natural light 
and yeah. therefore less people watching me in my house. Yeah, I don't know. Gaining information. <laughs> it's see, this is what's bizarre to me. Yeah. About you. Okay. Because I didn't realise you had this whole thing about Windows. Windows. Yeah. But with the stalking thing, it makes sense. Yeah. But you're still like, Alexa, come into my house. Listen to everything I'm doing. Oh, yeah. There's a difference between a physical threat and a virtual threat. (laughs) I'm really good at FIFA. (laughs) I can just... I'm pretty sure there's an honourable duel you can have with Alexa if she starts to invade your privacy. Right. You can just... I'll challenge you to a game of FIFA. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, because, yeah, it just seems like no matter what happens in that virtual invasion of privacy or whatever that belief is, eventually... The only thing that they can do is physical um, interaction, right? They come around your house. And when they do come around your house, I don't want them knowing what room is easiest to break into. Yeah. Does that not make sense? I, I, I guess, but I... I agree that they're two similar yet separate things in terms of invasion of privacy. Because mm. I, would, I would vlog my existence. Yeah. I'd have no problem with that. Yeah. Just have a camera following me around recording everything that I'm saying. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. Um, so the whole privacy thing. But yeah, it's just, it's the, it's, it's purely a security thing. Mm. It's just that, again, that self-awareness. I of, think it's just from your kind of perspective. Like your think, things that have happened to you has just shaped the way yeah. you feel about that. Oh yeah, definitely. But I think for good reason. Yeah. Because that means that I'm therefore less at risk than other people who op- open their windows and curtains. I don't know. I've I always... can climb through that window. Yeah. I'm sure if it's open. Yeah. 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 Uh, or I can steal th- I've had people steal things from I've been burgled and the door wasn't even removed from the from the hinge, mm. but they pried it open and managed to hook something in to get it out. Yeah. Oh, when, when we were problem. in our uh <coughs> when I was in my first student house in Crew. It was like a couple of weeks after we'd moved in, the the guy that lived in the, the downstairs room. Uh, woke up at like three in the morning with someone climbing through his window. Yeah, it's like what the what? What are you doing? Yeah, so just close your window. Yeah, yeah. That, like you know what I, I mean. In that instance, I'd be like, yeah, like just you. You have your windows closed. Yeah, and in the same instance, I have my windows open if I'm upstairs and it's hot because yeah. I I, I feel like then, there's less danger in that. But even then, is it a small window like that? Yeah. Would you go to sleep with a man-sized window open? Like no. Even if you're upstairs. No, no. Yeah. Um, I did in like a huge window that you could easily walk through. I did in my Jump old. I did, I did when I was living with my parents. That place was somewhat more secure. Maybe. I feel, but um, I, I could be wrong about that. But what? Well, yeah. But the, uh, uh, would you let your nephew sleep in that room with a giant no. open? Yeah. It, again, you, you, people are more comfortable with their own. I'll take that risk. But yeah. I wouldn't let someone else take that risk. And just for that same reason, I couldn't have a window uh, without any curtains. Mm. To the point where you go, like, I'd just be happy living in a bunker. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do it, man. Like, Still get natural light in, just not where it's giving away all where all of your weapons are kept. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows where my weapons are. Yeah, and again, it's no shame. It's not like, oh, I don't want, pri- I want my own privacy. It's just yeah. like that. No, it's purely security. And mm. yeah, I just don't understand how... I could be walking along someone's house and I could see them and therefore figure out how I'm going to cut their throat. <laughs> There's people like me walking around. <laughs> if I don't have enough sleep or I have too much toothache, <laughs> the demons take control. 
so yeah i mean don't i just don't understand even if you do live in an environment where it is safe enough to keep all of your doors unlocked all of your belongings on the front lawn yeah I wouldn't all do of your that. children naked and hanging from trees doesn't mean <laughs> doesn't necessarily mean you should do it no i would never do it no i would never i yeah like locked doors even if we're in the most secure place in the house my dog can open doors yeah, I don't want my dog getting run over and then be like, "Oh, but at least we live in a place where it's safe enough to keep, get for your dog well, to get run over." For your dog to get run over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and again, it's just no. I left the house. I need to leave the house securely. Yeah, it's my responsibility, so I'm going to do that. Yeah, I just don't understand it. The same thing with windows. I just don't. I do not get it. So, anyway, uh, the boy was met by a shotgun wielding homeowner, and he ran away. Uh, uh, he was found guilty of assault with attempt to do great bodily harm. He's putting it lightly. Yeah. Shot him with a shotgun. Yeah. Um, though he was charged with assault, with suspicion of assault with attempt to murder. Suspicion? <laughs> it's a bit suspicious. <laughs> what did he do? I shot him. <laughs> well, that's suspicious. <laughs> uh, the jury determined Mr. Ziegler did not intend to kill the child. Uh, the lawyer said the gun charge alone comes with mandatory two years behind bars to be completed before the assault sentence even starts mm. so firing a gun at somebody but maybe owning the gun is the gun charge maybe maybe firing a gun in that environment is one charge and then firing it at somebody something else yeah I don't think there's any license that says oh yeah you can just go let off guns in public <laughs> yeah Without a threat. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Even if you have like, was it like concealed carry? Yeah. You can't just whip it out and fire (laughs) it. It wasn't concealed (laughs) shooting. Yeah. It's different. Um, Asked if Ziegler would appeal. Murad said there are issues we need to look at and we'll decide when the time comes. So they, okay. Uh, The mother said that the boy was in therapy indefinitely as a result of the attack. This will affect my son forever. I can imagine so. Yeah. Yeah. I knocked on a door and I got shot. Mum's a Jehovah's Witness. Yeah. What's she going to do? <laughs> uh, Brennan, um, who is the child, I think, um, told NBC News that I knocked on the door, stepped back, knocked, stepped back, and then a lady came downstairs yelling at me. She asked me, why are you trying to break into my house? And I told her I was looking for my school. Uh, the wife called the police, reporting that a black male was trying to break into her house and her husband has chased him into the yard. Ziegler, who's a retired firefighter, ran at the child with his shotgun, firing as the boy went and ran away. Wow, it's, a, it's an ex, it's an ex. That's obviously an extreme reaction. <laughs> the person's already left. I feel like they've chased had a, them. Yeah. Do you need to shoot? <laughs> I feel like they've had a bad experience at some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they are racists and paranoid. Maybe, and they think that someone knocking on the door. Because I mean, genuine story here. Um, I was burgled. Um, a year and a half ago yeah and the period that I was burgled was of note because I was away for a week so my mm. car wasn't in the drive yeah at the same time the following week my house was knocked on three times by children asking for money like yeah. you got to quit can I borrow some money at the same window of time which happens to be a school holiday yeah so my immediate no windows reaction <laughs> yeah. is 
they're scouting my house to see if they can break into my conservatory again. Yeah. So that, that that's maybe me being paranoid. Probably is me just being my weird security self because I don't want windows, let alone kids. So <laughs> I can understand that there is a there is a link that can be made. Yeah. By people knocking on your door for no reason, asking questions that they can just Google. Yeah. It. It. I can understand that being. <laughs> Does kind of, Nick have money? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, be able to be sorted out. So I can, I can kind of relate to that. But the, uh, the understanding is that they're racist and it's because he's black, even though there's no evidence yeah. of that. That's the narrative that's being pushed forward. Yeah. yeah. Um, this wasn't the first time, the kid's mother said. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Every time my son knocks on someone's door, he gets shot. It's not the I first shot him once. time. Yeah, I'm not fully satisfied. In April... Uh, oh, okay. It's not the first time that this house has been under question. Right. Unrelated to her, I think is what they're saying. Ziegler faced... This is phrased weirdly, but I'm going to say it how it is. Ziegler faced 2,006 charges that he aimed a firearm at a person. What? Now, I think they're saying uh, in 2006, 2006. But he, they're saying he's aimed a firearm at a person... <laughs> 2,000 times (laughs) (laughs) and was found guilty and sentenced to one year probation he was not convicted on a related allegation of felonious assault with a firearm ask if uh, the mother might sue the gunman right Uh, the mum didn't rule it out it's not a priority she just wants to see him go to jail so that they can get over it uh, Ziegler, the fire, the fireman with the firearm, protested his, in- his innocence at his arraignment earlier this year, claiming that there was a lot more to this story than what is being told. <laughs> the ex-fighter claimed he believed he was being robbed, and he tripped. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! <bah! laughs> All the way down the garden, <laughs> I tripped from my bedroom to my drive. <laughs> Um, and accidentally fired it when he tripped but police noted that that's not what it looked like in the security footage <laughs> oh god <laughs> it looks like you ran out of the house with a shotgun stood took aim and fired yeah <laughs> god, uh, you would have thought a fireman would have some sense of like, yeah. CCTV in his own house <laughs> yeah uh, he's now uh, waiting uh, sentencing so <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, lots of racism. Um, yeah. Oh, to counter that, though, there is a rational story. One last story. Okay. Um, do you know Brett Kavanaugh? Not personally. It's been in the news. Yeah. I haven't looked into it that much. I think it's like sexual accusations. Yeah, mis- sexual misconduct 30 years ago or something like that. Yeah, and the whole thing is that people believe he's getting away with it uh, but because of white privilege. That feels like from the outside yeah. of glancing at things feels like that's kind of what's going on yeah you might have a similar article i don't know how you have white privilege against another white person oh okay yeah i know nothing about it but yeah but it's being dealt with yeah uh a coven of witches (laughs) are gathering (laughs) in brooklyn (laughs) new york on saturday to place a hex on brett kavanaugh that'll do it oh yeah yeah (laughs) republicans are fucking crazy let's call the witches this person did stuff to me without my consent so what are we going to do we're going to put a curse on him without his consent (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, they're selling tickets for $10. That makes sense. Oh, With God. half the proceedings going to women. What's the other half going to? <laughs> LG... Uh, with half the proceedings going to women's LGBT to women's community. and LGBT charities so okay. charities for women and charities for where's LGBT the rest of it going have already sold out uh, the, for the hex it's going straight in their pockets uh, they've already sold out and uh, yeah. I I know that um, politically um, feminism and LGBT have gotten a bad rap about how they uh, put forward arguments yeah. how they protest how they're funded by which <laughs> <laughs> No. Don't take the magic beans. Don't eat the gingerbread house. Don't. She might be a wolf. Don't take money from witches. Openly stating that they're performing witchcraft. Oh my God. Uh, the event is not out of the ordinary for the occult bookstore Catland Books, which is they're performing it at, which describes itself as Brooklyn's. Premier metaphysical boutique and event space. Metaphysical boutique. <laughs> we have nothing. <laughs> we have only curses. Yeah. They have previously held ceremonies to hex Donald Trump, as well as a, I haven't read this, hex your ex ceremony. Oh, <laughs> On Valentine's Day. Oh, oh. <laughs> how romantic. <laughs> uh, Dakota Brachial co-owner of the store told the guardian the event will be an important act of protest and community outreach even if some people are skeptical mm. okay it's going to be an important act of protest that you're going to hex uh, somebody said in his comedy special recently i think it was john mulaney mm. that he said nazis are a thing again now <laughs> as in like obviously that was in the past yeah witches are a thing again now <laughs> if this ha- this is the kind of thing that happened years ago that people were murdered for yeah don't we're not don't go back no. <laughs> unless you want the burnings to come back i guess the whole thing is going to be really cathartic whether you believe it or not it is going to be cathartic <laughs> uh, the right has churches but that the right has churches but the left is scattershot I think politically, the politically right have got Christianity. Faith. Is the is, is religion a right leaning? You religious? No. You leaning right? No, I can't remember what it was. I I lean left. I oh, was it left? Yeah. <laughs> you lean away from religion. Get away from yeah. you, Jesus. No, I'm not. I'm not religious. Um, religion is typically associated with the right or Christianity okay. at least because it's um in, in enforcing they believe in forgiveness family and charity norms and, and and like and, and traditional values reincarnation typically that comes from like a judeo christian big boats religion <laughs> full of animals <laughs> uh the left is where you're going to find atheists secularists humanists people who follow non-traditional religions um uh, so how are you going to get all of us together in times of trouble? Witches. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we've been doing. Okay. Uh, uh, so yeah, whatever's going on, I'm I'm I don't understand. Well, do whatever you want to help you your understanding of the world. Yeah. Cast hexes, hire <laughs> hire witches in the occult. <laughs> Openly admit that they're funding political ideology. Yeah. Seems strange. Yeah. 
I don't know. Is LGBT political ideology? I guess it is. It's is it activism, political? I suppose. Well, it's a community is that, that is seeking political representation. No, because it's not a Green Party, is it? No, it's not a party. It's a movement. It's not an, it's but not it, an official. But they are trying to. Those type of movements are trying to get certain laws. Yeah, introduced. so they're almost lobbyists, so, I guess. They're lobbying for particular. Yeah. Laws. They're somewhere in the political realm. Yeah. But they're not. Yeah. But the money for the money for pride is coming from the occult, <laughs> which I find strange. it's only a small amount. It's just a funny fucking cartoonish yeah. thing. <laughs> anyway, that's that was me. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. Back into my uh my my interview segments this week that I still haven't okay pulled a name for. Um, I uh, I met uh, a very interesting bloke in Bolton, so I'm just gonna go with that. Classic Bolton music. Yeah. <laughs> Steve is abducted. <laughs> oh, you can't use a dirty spoon. Some of my clients have driven for hours. I always have a clean spoon ready. This is Mr. Branston Hines of Bolton, or as the locals call him, the Bean Healer. I don't mind the name. <laughs> it's catchy and all that, but uh, my practice isn't limited to just your standard bean. We deal with uh, all manner of legumes. Following the infamous baked bean transit crisis of 2004, which saw thousands of homes across the northwest without beans for nearly three days, Branston caused outrage by posting pictures of himself, filling a child's paddling pool with over 200 tins of beans, and reenacting the Battle of Cravendale, in which nearly 20 cows were needlessly misdirected into neighbouring fields. Yes, it uh, caused quite a stir, did the Cravendale stunt. I used to buy a tin of beans for my wife every week, but after she left me for Hellman Light Mail, I just kept buying them. <laughs> I don't even like beans. But in the days that followed the Bolton Backyard Baked Bean Bonanza, Bradson <laughs> believed the beans had balanced his breathing blight. I smoked 60 a day for 25 years until I saw that video of the toddler in Africa smoking. Not much of a luxury if he could afford it. <laughs> My lungs were in tatters, but after Cravendale, everything started to feel lighter. A few weeks later, I had no cough at all. Healed by beans. The respiratory healing powers of baked beans were undeniable, so Branston began experimenting with other legume soaks, with his most popular being the chickpea butter scrub, which has now been clinically proven to reduce anxiety, inflammation, and sarcasm in adolescent horses. I'm currently experimenting with green beans and monkey nuts. Without the shells, of course. Not crazy. And while many people travel many miles to visit the bean healer, his treatments can also be found in every supermarket across Britain. It's... It's just a tin of beans. <laughs> and a clean spoon. Well, yeah. I, I should expect they already have a spoon. F***ing A, Branston Hines. <laughs> you f***ing lunatic. <laughs> So that was Mr. Branson Hines. <laughs> I'm curious. I'm really curious whether that's 
the, one of the things I found funny was just because I could imagine your face when you wrote it. Or if it, <laughs> what was it like? The Branston Botanic Bean the, Baked the, Bean <laughs> Bonanza. Yeah, the, the yeah the, the 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 yeah Branston's Bolton Baked Bean Backyard Bonanza. <laughs> I just you write it go. <laughs> Battle of Cravendale. The cows, they're in another field. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's what, it felt a lot more Python. Um, just yeah. just kind of like random tangents that didn't yeah. make sense. Which is so weird to, to try and do. Yeah. Like, because I, <laughs> I, I can, I can, I think I can come up with very random stuff. Yeah. That isn't funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the context of it. Yeah, it's weird because I think you have to paint well, well, part of it is, I think, uh, just the sound of the words. Yeah, sarcastic yes. horse or sarcasm in horses. Yeah, adolescent a, horses. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's funny, um, but you can also imagine massaging a horse, and <laughs> yeah. then you get the idea it's sarcastic. Yeah. So then it kind of paints that picture. Yeah, yeah. But like Eddie Izzard stuff of, you know, really his mannerisms and 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 the, the way that he paints pictures it's just so incredible mm. always he was my he was the first comedian i ever listened to yeah um and it was just like yeah you had that whole kind of thing going on but it's so weird to that some random stuff is just people just go what yeah but then i imagine there must be some people who go to that and go it's a sarcastic horse <laughs> you know they wouldn't go along it's a weird yeah it like, can take some people out. out of it can, and some yeah. people just go along with it um, yeah. It's weird though. It's because it is like I I don't I don't normally go down the whole random route mm. because p- part of me is just like eh, it's 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 easy, but it's not. Yeah, like it's it's, it's it's not easy to 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 make something to to write something random and for it on some level to make sense and yeah. at the same time be worth listening to and be entertaining. Yeah, like it's you, anyone well, can say something about, random. That's the thing about the storytelling aspect. Where it's like, if you can take them on that journey, that makes them question the journey as it going. Like sarcastic horse, yeah. You know, it's still as long as you you've got the charisma to carry it off and the the whimsy or the, yeah, <laughs> just like yeah. the you've got them in that storytelling environment, mm. then it works. But you can it's, you have to one gain them there, yeah. Because yeah, oh well, there's a thing um, I heard about Tim Vine um, yeah. a while ago that um, when someone's trying to teach about comedy, they were saying. In a positive way, uh, they were saying that Tim Vine's jokes, who's very Tommy Cooper, yeah, is like I called uh, a builders to ask if I could have a skip outside my house. The builder said, "Well, I'm not stopping you." <laughs> you know, there's yeah. that kind of joke. Yeah, and a lot of people, if you go to a comedy club, won't laugh at that. Yeah, there'll be some that do, mm. and you go, well, "What does Tim Vine do in that situation?" It's like, oh, he just powers through. Yeah, <laughs> he just says the next one because yeah. he's got. They're so short because they're like one liners, two liners. He eventually. He'll gain momentum and people will start to get into it. Yeah. And then eventually the joke becomes how crap this joke is. Yeah. And then eventually they enter into that mode. Yeah. So that's kind of like a hard mafia way of drowning you into a storytelling <laughs> mode in that kind of thing. Yeah. But some people will be really up for that kind of comedy as well. Yeah. So again, it's, it's just, even if you don't find it funny, it seems like the key thing is to get people up for it. You're trying to create, you're, yeah, you're mode. trying to pull people into a situation where. Some you're you're saying something that in that situation is funny, but at the same time they couldn't necessarily go out and repeat it to their mates. Mm. They'd just be like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Yeah, yeah. 
But you get the one-liners as well. And all that yeah, kind of but stuff. like as I say, the the Tim the it's Tim that, Vine the thing. It's like it's it's funny because he's pulled them in and and yeah. brought them along this journey. But if you then just take one of those jokes and go and repeat it, people will just be like, "That's a crap joke." Yeah, just there's no context or environment yeah. for it. It's yeah. Weird. Um, just aside, I've noticed more and more. I know nothing about the North. <laughs> Is Bolton like an ex an, an accent area? Um, you know, you got like, oh, there's Birmingham and there's Yorkshire and there's this. Is Bolton yeah, one of those places? Yeah, it's sort of a Lanx accent. Uh, Lanx. Lanx. Lanxshire. And Lancashire is, encompasses a few different places. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Lancashire, Lancashire spreads anywhere from like, kind of like... Sheffield? Uh, yeah, yeah. North of Manchester to South Yorkshire all the way up through North Yorkshire and that. That's, right, right. Well, no. Lancashire... No. Lancashire itself doesn't, but the accent is sort of... Right, right, right. It's it's similar to Yorkshire. I I've got no idea if that accent was right. Oh I, yeah, I'm not judging it's the just, accent. Yeah, but like, it, is there a difference between a Yorkshire accent and a Bolton accent, or a Manchester accent and a Bolton? Well, obviously, there must be. I guess. Yes, yeah, yeah, there will be. be. Yeah, just I couldn't tell you exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I do have this for this week. Steve's collection of useless meanderings. Scum. Breathe and count to ten. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I've got anything on here that will annoy you this week. At okay. All. Uh, some of it's just interesting stuff that I left off from last week because right. I had like ten of them. All right. Um, and I wanted to end on the bear. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, okay. This this one I actually found really interesting. So I might be angry about it. You might be. Okay. I don't know. Um, most cities have poorer areas in the east. Due to pre- due to prevailing winds carrying <laughs> smoke and odor that way during the Industrial Revolution, in the in the UK, I'm yeah, assuming. right, okay, yeah, and then I started thinking of all the cities, and it's actually that's kind of yeah, right. I, I can understand yeah. that, but I it's I I just it's what just one of those things. It's like yeah, that's true, but I'd never actually put that together. Yeah, and I agree that that is interesting. Next, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I genuinely find that kind of stuff interesting because yeah, it is fascinating. I mean, the same way that you go like. Why was why was Britain so successful in empire building or whatever? Yeah, and you go, it's because Britain's climate's just really boring. Yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it's like can you like there was volcanoes going off near Greece. Yeah, they can't do. Sh- like, oh yeah, we built a whole society and philosophy, uh, and, and it's and gone. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> so not many hurricanes, earthquakes, or anything in the UK. So just like oh, just with enough time and it, less disasters. Yeah, that kind of helped. I find that kind of stuff interesting. Yeah, there was also a thing. Um, somebody said somewhere to me once that um or maybe it was in like what's that patch not patch robin williams films where he's a teacher and oh captain my captain Uh, might have been in a film like that dead poet society yeah it might have been a film like that where the 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 exercise was the reason that churchill was prime minister was because of a dentist yeah and that again sounds annoying but it just becomes like oh just fates aligned somebody had a bad dentist experience i can relate and uh, then <laughs> churchill was prime minister <laughs> so yeah i like those random correlations because yeah it does make sense I guess. yeah and it's not be- <laughs> at first i thought it was because well you know um uh, feng shui yeah <laughs> <laughs> just put all that over there <laughs> put all the worst people just to the <laughs> east and you'll be fine but yeah if there's more pollutants and yeah. therefore the winds more, more easterly wind going over there it's going to be a poorer area not going to be wanting to live there yeah. so it's going to be cheaper yeah that makes mm. sense um, snakes can predict earthquakes yeah. about five days in advance five days from over 75 miles away no wonder the good lord took their legs away <laughs> <laughs> good luck running for five days <laughs> How do you just... I don't know how you figure out what the snake's thinking. 
Yeah. I don't understand that. No. But now governments have enlisted snakes. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, they've got them well, within, like, their weather centres. Yeah, well, again, it's good to in- learn this stuff because nature knows more than us collectively. Yeah. Uh, you can easily accept that, I guess. So if there's something... Maybe they go that, into hiding. vibrations or something. Maybe they go into hiding and, no, and people... So it's we're worth, observing them. Yeah, and it's worthwhile to study it to see how they're detecting earthquakes. Yeah. Because it does kind of... It feels Five like a, a lake cracking, right? Yeah. Like, it doesn't just crack in and that's the end of it. It's like a gradual process. Yeah. Sometimes. But it's just fucking nuts. So that if the, a, 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 So a snake can predict an earthquake within five days, and it's still we still we've got like a couple of minutes. Yeah, we can shove probes deep into the earth, and we still <laughs> to cause what the fuck is a snake doing? Yeah, just picking up on vibrations, maybe like a weird vibration. Yeah, the same way that you can like smell in the air when something's happened. Yeah, you can just you, we've got like really comparatively diluted senses. Yeah, so like yeah, like they say. Like, a dog can probably tell that there's a fire down the road before we can. Yeah. So, like, oh, there's they've just got better smells. How do yeah. they smell it? Let's make a machine to detect that. Okay, yeah. there you go. Yeah. So, I guess you could do that with snakes. That yeah. makes sense. Um, due to the lack of mourners, news reporters <laughs> at Lee Harvey Oswald's funeral were tasked with carrying the casket. <laughs> <laughs> Back to you, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> and lifts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm here burying an assassin. <laughs> <laughs> Lack of mourners. Yeah. Like, I'd, I'd, I'm confused by the cult aspect of religion anyway. Mm. But surely if you were Christian, you'd still go to that person's funeral, right? Yeah. If if it was just about the religious ceremony of it. Yeah. May God it's have more mercy on the, his soul and all that. Yeah. And you would be more religious if you forgave that person. But societally... You'd be, you know, was it like tied up against a tree? Mm. You know, you'd be, why are you supporting? Killed a president, which has no religious connotations at all, I don't think. Mm. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, kind of makes sense. It's like what Eddie has, a, just because I mentioned him earlier, he said that the Romans used to have a mourning service yeah. where they'd pay people to mourn. <laughs> <laughs> I want more mourners at my funeral. <laughs> Beef up the grief, I think that's his line. That's <laughs> yeah. good. Um, there is a boiling river in Peru that kills everything that falls into it. <laughs> it's called a volcano. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think... I wonder it, if it'll kill this. I don't, <laughs> I don't think it's relevant whether it kills everything. It's like, it's pretty it's self-explanatory yeah. that it's going to kill everything. Oh, but if you put a lobster in a, you know, medium temperature river first, <laughs> <laughs> and then slowly poke it towards the boiling river, yeah. it won't get out. Yeah, something. Is it lobsters some... or frogs? Frogs. They always frogs. say, but apparently that's complete bullshit. <laughs> I heard that Fair for enough. years. Like, oh, you put it in a cold pot and then sh- slowly warm it up, and it's like, no, they still jump out. I think it depends how slowly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just, just checking the checking the day air, seven the in the somewhat warm pot. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, there is a border between. Oh, no, there, of course there's a border. The border between China and Hong Kong has an expiration date. <laughs> and on the 1st of July, 2047, the border is set to expire. What happens <laughs> then? Nobody knows. Oh, it's gone off. <laughs> well, it's the same Hong Kong and China. Mm. So Hong Kong was English. Like, it was a British colony, Hong Kong. Yeah. So, like, 
we must have invaded them. I think it was. Yeah. It's one of one of those. And <laughs> like I think at some point our ownership of Hong Kong expired and we went, Oh, you can just be free. Um, no, we don't want to be free. We're we're all right. <laughs> so it's still like I think yeah, Hong Kong and Hong Kong shares a border with Japan. Maybe yeah, I can't remember. No, Japan's an island. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're all <laughs> so much border. It expired and melted. Yeah, <laughs> it was an ice wall. No, yeah. So yeah, eventually it expired. But then yeah, yeah. What happens then? Because they'd have to renegotiate independence, and someone might just say no, as might have the English have done. I yeah. Think. That so we just like, ah, just keep honest. the border. I can't be asked. Yeah, yeah. But China's got more people than everyone. Yeah. The thing so. is, yeah, it's the thing. If that border expires, yeah, China's not in any trouble. <laughs> yeah. China will be fine. <laughs> They'll just be. I'll. I'll have that. Yeah. All of that there. That's yeah. mine now. But yeah, yeah, it makes sense. It's just yeah, what's going to happen? Yeah. So hopefully, it'll be peace. <laughs> uh, and this is the last one. Uh, Charlie Chaplin, while directing his movie City Lights, made actress Virginia Chirill redo a scene where she says, Flower, sir, 342 times. (laughs) (laughs) It was a silent film. (laughs) What a legend. What a legend. Not because he's, you know, being abusive, but just because... Neck, again. 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 (laughs) 342 <laughs> times. Was it? Was that a good take? Nope. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it was like an art of war thing. Like when she denies doing it again, then she will have learned and just like eventually just got tired and bored of it. Yeah. <laughs> again. Yeah. Fair play. No, we like Charlie Chaplin. Never watched him. Yeah. Famous for standing under a lamppost and forks and potatoes and looking like Hitler. Yeah. Before Hitler, First mm. World War. Yes. Pre Hitler, yeah. Hitler. Yeah. Yeah. Fade out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so let's get in about how much Steve loves Hitler. <laughs> Find some way out of that. Yeah.